But for today, praise the Lord, let's have our mission's emphasis. Last week and this week, we are having our mission's emphasis. And for today, my text is taken from John chapter 20, verse 20 and verse 21. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and he said, Receive the Holy Spirit. This morning, I'd like to share on when God says go. When God says go. The word go is a very small word, and yet it is power-packed, so significant. In fact, that word go has been used in the Bible more than many other words. Many times God says go. Go to Pharaoh, go to Nineveh, go to Jerusalem, go up, go down, go under, go beyond, go and seek, go and find, go and preach, go and baptize. God has been commanding His people to go. And this is a command, really. It is a command from God Himself. The, the word go is a verb. It is an action word. It requires action on our part. But too many times, Christians and churches are not in the go mode. We are in the stay mode. We would rather stay behind. What is it about go that we do not understand? Go is a simple word. Go, as they say, go means go. When God says go, don't say no. Jesus says, so I send you. Jesus is sending each and every one of us. And he says, go. I'm sending you. And there's only two ways to respond to the sending. Either you obey or you don't obey. Either you go or you do not go. In Exodus chapter 3 and also chapter 4, the word go appears 10 times in these two chapters. God told Moses, go. God repeated it three times. Three times God told Moses, go. And guess what? Moses, of all the person, Moses is the guy who has Unheard and hear, unheard of resistance. And four times he will reply to God, No. 
He said no to God four times. Why? Maybe because he felt that he wasn't worthy to go. Or maybe he's not able to go. Or maybe he just did not want to go. But you know the rest of the story. God overcame his resistance and he went and as a result, more than three million Jews, Israelites, were saved and delivered from the bondage in the land of Egypt. Jonah, God told Jonah, go. Jonah chapter 1, chapter 2. And guess what? Jonah said, no. God says, go to Nineveh, preach repentance there. Preach my love, my forgiveness and my mercy. But Jonah says, no way. He had a deep battle there. He hated the Ninevites. But you know the rest of the story? He finally went. As a result, the whole city of Nineveh was saved. God told another man, Philip, in Acts chapter 8, verse 26 onward, go down south to the Gaza road. And thank God that there was a man who was willing to say yes. He said yes to God. And he preached the gospel to the Ethiopian eunuch, baptized him, and that man went back to his country happy, having found the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior, as the prophesied, promised Messiah. Because of the obedience of one man who did not say no, but he said yes to God. In Isaiah chapter 6, God asked the question, who will go? Isaiah answered, here am I, send me. I will go. I will not say no. Too many of us said no for various reasons. And we miss out the blessings of God, not just for ourselves, but for the people whom God is trying to reach. So brothers and sisters, when God says go, let us not, let us never, ever say no to God. God wants to use each and every one of us. And He's giving us a command today to go. He also said, as the Father has sent me, so I am, even so I am sending you. When God says go, let us even so go. What do we mean by that? That means the same way, Jesus is saying the same way that the Father, our Heavenly Father has sent His Son Jesus Christ. And he obeyed and he came. He says, even so, in the same manner, go. What is this even so that Jesus is talking about? 
even so, shows us the model of mission. As the Father has sent the Son, and the Son has come, even so, Jesus Christ is sending us as the Father has sent Him, with the same mandate. What is the mandate of God to Jesus Christ? Jesus says, I came to seek and to save the Lord. That's your mandate, that's my mandate. Type into, the, type into the chat group and say, I have the same mandate to seek and to save the lost. We have the same mission. And what was the mission of Jesus Christ? He says very clearly, to reveal the Father. Type into the chat group, I have the same mission to reveal Christ to a lost and dying world. We have the, the same message. And what is the message of Jesus Christ? The gospel is a message of good news that Jesus Christ came to, to, to save the lost, to heal the sick, to deliver, to bring liberty and the abundant life, eternal life to each and every one. And we preach the same message. It does not change at all down through the centuries. The message is still the same. Jesus saves, Jesus heals. Even so, the same method. And what is God's method? God's method has always been with people. God's method is people. He uses those who are surrendered to Him. He uses those who are available to, for Him to use. It is not just about technology. It is not just about money. It is not just about circumstances. No, God's method has always been people. He does not use angels to preach the gospel. Angels have never known the grace of God. They do not need the forgiveness of sins. But we human beings, we need it. We have experienced it. That's why He wants to use us to share the gospel. And it is the same motive. What is the motive? As the Father sent me, Brothers and sisters, that tells us about the love of God, the love of the Father who is willing to send His only begotten Son into the world. It is love. And in love, Jesus Christ came. For God so loved the world that He gave us His only Son. And Jesus obeyed and He came in love. He was hung on the cross. He died for our sins. He could have escaped that. But no, he gave himself willingly because he loved each and every one of us. So how do we do missions? I believe that love will find a way. That's why they say love will find a way. God does not define and tell you, you must take step one, step two, step three, step four to do missions. Even in the time of the pandemic, love will find a way. And that's why we have discovered during the time of the pandemic, 
missions do not stop. Love of our workers for their nation in the different nations have made them to be creative, to be persistent in reaching out to the lost. And so in some of these countries, here we have touching lives, touching the local communities. In the midst of the pandemic, we are doing that. Glad Tidings going with humanitarian efforts, food distribution, flood relief. Last year, many of our partners were there in the front line to help all those who have been, been affected either by flood in their country or by the pandemic. Love will find a way. We have also blessed our workers with motorbikes because sometimes they have to go through even mountainous terrain and difficult long journey. But they use the motorbike to reach the interior. Praise God for that. Love finds a way even to reach the most remote area. And yes, even in the midst of the pandemic, last year, in our partner nations, we see so many people got baptized. By the stream, by the river, some of the rivers or streams are very shallow, and yet they managed to get baptized. Hundreds of them were baptized last year, as has been reported by Pastor Sunita even last week. And we are sending out workers as well. Bible school students, we continue to support, continue to train, and send them out. Building even churches. We do not stop doing that in the midst of the pandemic. And this church that we are supporting is flourishing touching the neighborhood, touching the nation, and even the police force in that nation. Remarkable things are, are happening. And we continue to connect with all our, our workers in the midst of the pandemic. Love will find a way. Our motive is love for the nation, for the people. And all our workers, they do not stop at all. They continue on the work of God. And Jesus says, even so, even so, I send you. In what way has Christ come in obedience to the Father? It tells us that missions is costly. It costs God the life of His only begotten Son. And it costs Jesus His very own life when he died on the cross for each and every one of us. He says, even so, go. It's not going to be an easy task, and it will get even harder in the days to come. Let's not kid ourselves about missions. It costs the Father everything. It costs the son everything. And it costs. It will cause us to go. 
It takes money. Missions is costly, but I can assure you, it's worth it. Last year, or, the, or, or rather the year before, all right, 2019 and 2020, our missions year has been from October to September. We collected a total of 1.9 million ringgit. Thank the Lord, even for that. And we gave out a total of one point, almost the whole amount, 1.901 million ringgit. And the money goes to some of the things and the words that we, I have just mentioned to you. There are many, many more. Time would not permit us to share all the fantastic things that are happening because of your faithful financial support. But for the year 2020 to 2021, the mission's budget is 2.111 million ringgit. That was our, our original budget before, before we were just hit with the pandemic and a lot of church services was, uh, were stopped and as a result, because of what the people are going through, we did not launch our faith pledge as we normally did, you know, around the month of October. But that was our plan and needed amount of money for the missions work, 2.111 million. And guess what? Even though we did not have any pledges at all, we just encouraged our people to give for the first time in you know, as long as I can remember, there was no missions pledge, no corporate missions giving, just the people, you know, and being encouraged to just continue to give because our missions will continue. And as a result, as of from October 2020 until February 2021, until last month, with no compulsion, free will giving as the Lord leads and as, the, uh, 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 as you are compelled by the love of Jesus Christ. We thank God that we receive 849,000 or 850,000. Come on, put into the chat group and say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We really want to thank each and every one of you for your faithful giving. Now, as we say, no, the, this is the mission's budget without a pledge. First time. We were wondering how it's going to work. But from the responses, we thank you for your sacrificial, obedient giving unto the Lord. But our, our budget is 2.1 million. So continue to give unto the Lord as the Lord would lead you even in this area. And out of this 800 plus thousand that we have received, we have already disbursed 609,000 ringgit. And more will be going out as we continue to obey the law to even so go. Finally, when God says go, just go. He will be with you. Jesus said, or rather the Bible records for us, Jesus breathed on them, and then Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit. You see, God will not send us out unprepared, unequipped. 
He will not just let us go in our own strength, in our own power, do your best. No. He gave them the best gift of all, the Holy Spirit. Now, however you may want to interpret this verse, because it happened before Pentecost, it, does not, it is not important. Some of us are so careful to be expository, correct in the interpretation of this verse, but it is more important to experience it. Each and every one of us to be filled with the Holy Spirit because that is God's way of fulfilling the Great Commission. He sent us fully equipped, fully empowered by His Spirit. In fact, He already told the disciples, don't go out. Don't go without the Holy Spirit. You can never accomplish anything without the presence of the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, missions is not just doing our own thing, fulfilling our corporate objective or whatnot. No, it is a relationship as Jesus had a relationship with the Father. We must have that relationship with God at all times and that relationship is sealed with the third person third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, who is with us. When we go in the power of the Holy Spirit, great things begin to happen. In Luke chapter 9, Mark chapter 3, Jesus sent out the 12 disciples, and then later He sent out the 70, equipped them with the power of God, and He says, go in my authority, in my name, cast out demons, heal the sick. And they did just that. And that is what is happening in the power of the Holy Spirit. As somebody has said, Christianity is living in the supernatural in order to achieve the impossible. That's why Missions is all about. That's what the Christian life is all about. If we do not have the burning fire, the burning flame of the Holy Spirit, missions and the Christian life will be nothing but a dull habit. We may carry out missions, but without the fire of the Holy Spirit, it becomes a dull habit. We may sit back home, switching from channel to channel on the online services to get the best preaching into our living room. But if we do not have the fire, it is a dull habit. That's why God gave us the best gift of all, Himself, the Holy Spirit. I pray that you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit and once you are filled with the whole Holy Spirit, nobody has to persuade you to go. Because Jesus says, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you shall be my witnesses. 
That's what the Holy Spirit does. Not just to give us goosebumps. Not just to make us feel good. But to make us witnesses. I never had any burden for souls when I, when I accepted Jesus Christ. Six months later, when I was filled with the Holy Spirit, oh, I had such a burden for souls. When you have the Holy Spirit, the church don't have to persuade you. Nobody have to come begging. Go, go. Oh, the Holy Spirit will compel you. He'll fill you with the love for souls. So will you be filled with the Holy Spirit? And all the works that we do overseas, it can be done, it can only be explained by the power of the Holy Spirit. Some of our members who in the past have gone there, they were so uncertain. How, how is God going to use me? Oh, by the moment they lay hands on, on some of those who are so hungry for the touch of God, the power of God will come down. God will do the rest. You just need to obey and go. This go here is not a touristy go. Go as a tourist, sightseeing, take pictures. No. This is not just a meaningless get about go. But it is power packed go. Go where it really matters. Go because it's in the heartbeat of God. Go for missions. And when we talk about go here, it's not about taking an airplane to a faraway country in a remote area, reaching the lost there. But many times, it happens everywhere. It happens right here, right now as well. I'm under commission of God to go. So every time I go out, I'm asking, Lord, give me the opportunity to share Jesus Christ. I go to my neighbors. I go to the coffee shop. I ask God for opportunities. Even though under MCO, there may be restraint in certain areas. Our friends, sometimes just doing a good deeds. Sometimes it's just speaking a kind words. Sometimes it's just being the light of Jesus Christ to the person. All of us can still go in different ways to share the love of Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's just ordering a meal for somebody. And so in going, it is about a loving, caring heart for people. It is about being available to God. And it is about asking the Holy Spirit, God, open the door. Give me an opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ. This morning, will you go? Brothers and sisters, when God says go, don't say no.
even so, go, whatever the cost may be, and just go because the Lord will be with you. So let's go, church. Let's go. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please bow your head with me in prayer right now. I'd like to pray for each and every one of you. This is missions. This is the very heartbeat of God. The very mandate, mission that God has given to us. It is unchanged. Until Jesus Christ comes again. God is saying, go to each one of us. Will you surrender your life to Jesus and say, yes, Lord. I don't know how, but I surrender my life to obey you, to be available to you, to love as you have loved, to care as you have cared, to do what you have done. I'm willing, dear Lord, right where you are. Will you surrender your life to Jesus Christ? Let me pray for you. Father, I just pray for each and every one right now. Forgive us, dear Lord, when you have said go. We are so prone to say no or later. We are so caught up with ourselves, perhaps even our own misery, lack of ability, lack of resources. But today, we turn our heart towards you and we will say yes. Yes, Lord, here I am. Lord, touch every life. Fill every heart, dear Lord, oh, with the power of the Holy Spirit, oh God. Fill each one, Lord. Baptize your people, even right now where they are, dear God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Let our lives be totally transformed. And Lord, we will be ready to go and we will be good to go. Thank you, dear Lord. Touch every heart right now. Perhaps you are watching us even right now and you do not know Jesus Christ. This is why Jesus Christ came, actually. This is His mission and that's why this is our mission as well. To tell you the glorious news that there is forgiveness of sins, there is new life, there is eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. If you need the forgiveness of your sins, if you need a new life in God, a new beginning in God, a new purpose in God, will you please pray this prayer after me? Mean it from your heart and God will come in. If you want Jesus Christ to be your Savior and Lord, please pray after me. Dear God, I come to you. I'm so sorry. I've sinned against you. But I thank you. You love me so much. You send your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sins. I confess all my sins before you. And I ask Jesus Christ to come into my life to forgive me to cleanse me of all my sins and to make me into a new person. I thank you. Reveal your purpose for my life. 
and I will follow after you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, praise the Lord. You have done the greatest thing, you know, and I would like to congratulate you. Please connect with us in the uh, address that's on the screen right now so that we can rejoice together with you and continue to, to just help you in your Christian journey. And one final thing before we go. We encourage you to give to the Lord. Like, 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 like what I've said just now, we are not collecting any pledge at all. You don't have to promise God any amount. But we are going to believe God that even in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of the lockdown and various kind of lockdown, and we pray that the economy will recover soon. But whatever it is, the Lord will bless you, the Lord will enable you so that you can continue to participate, to be a partner in the mission's work of God through glad tidings. If you want to do that, you can just uh, give to the Lord, even uh, in the online giving, even in the QR code or in the bank account there, you can just deposit into it and make sure that you just uh, designate it missions, all right? Missions, or you can just say go, or missions go, or whatever it is. Let me pray for you, even right now. Father, I just want to thank you, dear Lord, for your people who have caught the heartbeat of missions right now. Lord, it's going to be, to be costly in terms of, Lord, what you require from us, but we are willing to say yes, and you have given us your all, your very best itself, dear Lord. And so, Father, I pray that you will continue to open the windows of heaven. Bless your people so that they can be a blessing to the nations, to others, dear Lord, in the work of missions. Help us not to hold back at all, but whatever that you have enabled us, dear God, touch the hearts of your people that we may give generously, sacrificially, even as Christ has given himself for us. Father, we thank you, dear Lord. Let the work continue to grow, dear Lord, in all the nations. And even, Lord, your people, they will continue to prosper under the mighty hands of God to be a blessing to the nations. We thank you. We praise you in the mighty name.